This is the On Call Podcast. Your home for sports, news, pop culture, tech, and the obscure. And of course, your host, Michael Meyer. It is your champ, the host of the On Call Pod, Michael Meyer, with my glorious white and gold intercontinental champion, six pounds of metal and leather, and I couldn't be happier. My childhood dream done cometh true. I absolutely love it. Yeah, you look way smarter with glasses, by the way. Speaking of glasses, these aren't even prescription glasses. These are blue light blockers, which I got because I follow a little podcast and they gave you a pretty hefty discount if you entered their promo code. Oh, I want, I want that because I always wanted to wear glasses because I, I figured it would make me look smarter, you know, because people wear glasses. I feel like they always look smarter. I give you that. These are shady rays. Just blue blockers. Shady rays. Without having the yellow tint involved with it. And I, uh, I just bought one pair and then me and the wife have been sharing them because we didn't know how well it would feel. But she, after a few hours, noticed how less tired her eyes were while charting so we average about six hours a day of screen time just based on work and it gets it gets hard on the eyes so yeah it's like they're like 70 bucks well if you enter the pro you got the you get the canyon ones i think that's what they are actually if you enter the promo yeah. code maca p20 yep canyon c1 Enter the promo code McAfee25 and you get, I think it's 25% off. And then I also oh, nice. entered, as soon as you go through the checkout, it's like, oh, do you want to spend like another $12 or something? And they'll send you a pair of polarized sunglasses, completely random. And they have, I think, 35 or 40 different designs that will send you a random pair. And I got those and I'm using those along with my Costas. Oh, that's awesome. I was actually... You know, that, uh, randomly, you do you listen to a podcast for sleeping, like to help you go to sleep? I don't listen to them. I have listened to them while driving. Is that one of those, <laughs> okay. like an ambient sounds one or like white noise stuff or where you have a well, peaceful speaker, like a soft, almost Yeah, ASMR. they have this one that's really popular called Sleep With Me. I guess this, this girl was I was talking to was talking about how she was upset because she wanted a sleeping podcast that like would just continuously play anyway. So I was like, the guy is just, it's not even that good. I was like, I can make a better one. I'll just read like psychological psychology textbooks in a monotone voice for an hour or something. I was thinking that's a, that's an easy one right there. Oddly, Low hanging fruit. I, yeah, I have actually listened to those while driving because uh, in between patients, I was in a driveway and I was a little early and on Reddit, that was one of the trending podcast things. Oh, what's something to do to help you sleep? Is there any podcast? And then someone suggested that. And it's on Spotify, which is like podcast while you or uh, listen while you sleep. And it is legitimately just like a British ASMR. All right. Welcome to the sleep while you listen. Yeah. Yes, I can do that. They are peaceful. The psychological text that we are listening to is bubble. Yes, I was thinking. I'll just talk chill. I dig um, it. So, what beer are you drinking? The beer today is my new fresh keg of Isla Morada, which is just 
when it's on tap, it is so much better than the can. And I will say, I'm a huge fan of cans, which is another reason why I've continued to drink the the basic bitch White Claws. That's my He's sipper. got a White Claw as a backup for yeah. when he needs to hydrate, and then his island beer And uh, also. Yeah, you know what I got as backup? Uh, a holy shit. bottle of wine with one-fourth left that my good friend Lisa left over last night. Ah, speaking of last night, mm. I don't know what happened. We were going to record, and I got sick. I just... Yeah, you got the Rona? Nope. It was two huge vomits, and it was all expelled, and I've been fine ever since. I don't know what so happened. You just ate something funny then, right? Yeah, I had I had firehouse subs, but so did the whole family, and they were fine. And when Weird. it was all done, I, I was sitting there. The wife wanted to cuddle a little bit, so she had her legs resting on me. And I'm sitting there, and you just have that kind of feeling like, oh, this isn't, this, something's not right. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to have to puke. And uh, Nicole looks. Did you get the saliva building up in your mouth yep, that right like in, happens right before you. Yeah, right in the, yeah. like the jowls. It's like, oh, it's coming. All right, babe, I'm going to have to go puke real yeah. quick. She goes, really? Bam. And I'm a really good puker ever since I had a, I got diagnosed with a, a bad gallbladder. The only way for me to do it and not have to deal with getting it taken out is going puke a few times and chug some water, which right now I'm drinking liquid death mountain water. Shit is ice cold in a can. I love this shit. <laughs> what a great name. All right. So you want to hop onto this, uh, this movie uh, discussion? Yeah. Drunk guys, chick flicks. So I've been drinking for about. Four- well, I'm not even drunk. I'm barely even tipped, buzzed. <sighs> well, I've been drinking since four o'clock. Three o'clock. Yeah, I need. I would need like. I don't think I. I need like beer. You know, it's just I need some liquor to get drunk. I think. Could be. But so this will be. Pre- I'll be pretty sober, so I should be able to get some uh, good discussion going. All right. So you want to introduce the segment? Yeah, this is the new segment, and I don't. I don't know where it it popped into my head, but we we live in a world where if you're in a relationship or seeing a girl. You're not going to be watching The Expendables or Die Hard or anything you want to watch. Which is good because The Expendables is a terrible movie. And in fact, I think we should keep this to just a movie review so we can we don't pigeonhole ourselves into just chick flicks. <laughs> well, you know, you sh- that's probably true. It just, it just Maybe it'll be a separate yeah, segment. <laughs> it went smoothly to say drunk guys, chick flicks. It was a... Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Dr- okay, yeah. That sounds it good. It was All off right, the cuff. I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, honestly, most most good movies are chick flicks, but there's there is say a movie like Crash, where it'd be fun to talk about for a few minutes. Ugh. I just mean you know. The, uh, there will be blood. I don't think I ever saw There Will Be Blood. Ooh, oh, you should. But today, all right, let's let's introduce the movie. Go ahead. Today is going to be the 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 classic if. Your our generation would be Mean Girls. Uh, it came out in Mean Girls. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it came out in two thousand four. And if you're in your thirties, you watched it, whether it was your choice or not. Uh, I mean, it's so it was so fetch. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> what is with you and fetch? It's not gonna catch on. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch happen. All right. So, uh, main characters, Lindsay Lohan, main character, 
Um, oh yeah, and Rachel McAdams. She's the main plastic. Tina Fey's in it. Tim Meadows. Uh, who is? Uh, oh, Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, how do right. you say it? And then, who is Gretchen Wieners? I'm trying to remember who what her name is. Is that Anna Gaster? Gretchen Wieners. It's fun to nope. say that. Gretchen Wieners. But uh, uh, I forgot. Oh, it was Lacey Chabert. Chabert. I forgot that it was Rachel McAdams because she's such a bitch in that movie, and I forgot how much of a crush I had on her when she was on Wedding Crashers. Ooh, yeah. That's a good friend. Oh, and uh, Neil Flynn, he's uh, the janitor. janitor in Scrubs. He's <laughs> Katie's dad. Oh, and the other Saturday Night Live lady is her mom. Uh, I can't uh, Amy Poehler. We'll, well, Amy Poehler is Tina, Regina's mom. Oh, uh, Tina Fey is uh, the principal. Katie's mom the is... No, the teacher, yeah. Katie's mom is... Uh, hang on, I'm pulling it up. Is there another uh, one? Yeah, well, hang on. Where I can't try and, to find and it. And then one of the great things What's is it's there? not uh, like the movie takes place about oh, Anna Gasteyer. Yep. Oh yeah, she's an old SNLer, like a '90s. Yeah. What's crazy? Like the movie takes place in a Chicago suburb, which is always fun for me, being from you know just north of Chicago. Like it takes place in Evanston, Illinois, which is legit like an hour and ten minutes maybe. So what is what is your take? Do you, do you love this movie or do you like hate this movie in hindsight? No, I like it. And I, I want to read the um, summary just really quick. Oh, please do. Uh, for people who haven't seen it, maybe. Uh, all right. Let me put it on the screen. All right, here we go. Teenage Katie Heron, Lindsay Lohan, was educated in Africa by her scientist parents. When her family moves to the suburbs of Illinois, Katie finally gets to experience public school and gets a quick primer on the cruel, tacit laws of popularity that divide her fellow students into tightly knit cliques. She unwittingly finds herself in the good graces of an elite group of school students dubbed the Plastics. But Katie soon realizes how her shallow group of new friends earned this nickname. All right. The Plastics. And first off, it's a great, it's a good movie. I like it. It's not quite up there with 10 Things I Hate About You, but it's still very, very good. It's funny. And one, I made some notes, actually. And one of the things I wanted to talk about, I guess, is how, you know how when they, they have certain scenes where um, they'll, like, all turn in and start acting like a bunch of, like, monkeys? Yes. So they're trying to, like, make a, I guess, a relevance about how animalistic... Um, high school is, you know, it's like very like killer be killed, I guess. Very clicky. It's pretty Let's true, see. honestly. How big was your oh. school? Like how, how large of a school did you go to? Like thousands of people? All right. This is, this is another good thing I wanted to mention, but yeah. So I was actually homeschooled also. Cause that's the premise is that she was homeschooled because she was in Africa, but then this is her first time in school. And the first thing I was thinking, like I was homeschooled fourth through seventh grade. So those are crucial social development years. So she should have been, she was way too, um, yeah, she had like the awkward social, like non-social skills at first. She dressed funny and it took her a little while to figure out how to do it. The same thing happened with me. So that is, that was pretty accurate, but you know, socially she wasn't too bad, but yeah. So no, but when I went to high school, yeah, it had, uh, I had like, I think 2000 students in the whole high school. Holy cow. I can't imagine. 
But I went to Christian school before that, and we had like 30 people in our whole grade. So no shit. I've experienced both spectrums. I can't imagine a school that large. My, my whole school, there was 320 kids all through. It's awesome. Yeah, it, de- right, like it definitely it. eliminates a lot of the clicky stuff that you get to see in those major movies. Does there definitely still was clicks, you know, like I guess, you know, the yeah, let's talk about our high school, how, how clicky it was. You go first. Uh, my, my school really wasn't majorly clicky because with a school that small, it's kind of important that you can relate and stay friendly with everyone because everyone knows each other. Right, right? With only 300 kids in four grades. My graduating class started out in freshman year was 84, graduated 64. Well, you think of a football team. Were you, was it a private school or was it a Christian school or what? It was a very small public school. South Bel- really? South Beloit High School. Total population oh, when wow. I graduated was 4,000 people in the whole city. So it was just like super rural. Super rural. If you went 10 okay. miles north, you had it, it's all farmland. So you have to. So there's just like a gas station. What, what did y'all do to like for to hang out and stuff on a regular like Friday night when there wasn't a party, like just the gas station or something. Uh, cruise the circuit. So like, even if oh, you had yeah, a like shitty a car, you just do the loop with your hoopty. Okay. Try to t- do a peel out however you can. Uh, <laughs> Pull the parking brake and hit the gas. So, you know, the cool mom, Amy Poehler and that Regina's mom. Oh, I'm the cool mom. Mm-hmm. You can, you can do that. I'm not just a regular mom. I'm cool. Yeah, she's like, I prefer you to drink here That's if you're right. going to do it anyway. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tons of those moms. Tons of those parents. Well, we can have a bonfire here because I'd rather you guys be here and be in control of everything. I know. And do you think that's actually smart or bad? Like, would you do it for your kid or would you not? I battle with myself on that every day because I got a kid that's seven and a half. And I know that that's going to come up. And I know that there's going to be people that are going to let them do it, but that still makes me completely powerless. So do I, do I become the cool parent first to let them in to make sure that? No, I think it's just a massive liability. I mean, how dumb is that? Right? Like number one, if you supply it, you're, you're effed. And number two, if you like explicitly tell all these kids that you can do it here, I'm okay with it. I feel like that's, if something really bad happens to someone, you're liable, you know? And I do know the cops will write you a massive fine because my sister had a friend who was a little bit older and she supplied booze. So every kid that got busted underage drinking, she had to pay a fine for for supplying that person alcohol. So she had legitimately oh, wow. like 15 separate tickets of providing alcohol to a minor. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I don't wow. think I'll be that cool parent. It just sucks to know mm-hmm. that there will be those parents. All right, so if you had to stereotype yourself in high school, how would you do it? Sadly, I'm a jock. I was Okay. I was a varsity athlete, so I did 7 7 varsity seasons, which is you know, basketball, football, baseball, 3, and then 2 years of that. So I already had 6 and I did. And I'm surprised you guys could even field a whole uh, sports team with the amount of people you had in your school. <laughs> so it's a little different at my school, like freshman, sophomore, our JV, junior, senior, our varsity automatically. So like you can't like automatic. So no. Yeah. OK. Gotcha. So, so you can't be cut basically. Right. Pretty much. Especially on a football team where you have, you know, 11 people on the field at a time. 
everyone's playing both ways, offense, defense, special teams. <laughs> so it was a little easier to become a more <laughs> elite athlete. And sadly, in, a, in pickup games in basketball, I was a really good player. But this is, this is pretty embarrassing. I actually won most improved player my junior and my senior year of basketball. <laughs> so I guess that tells how bad I was. <laughs> oh. was well, I got that. I got that uh, my junior year too, but that was my <laughs> first year wrestling, but I didn't get it my senior year. So yeah, oh, I guess I was a jock too. I uh, was on the wrestling team and I played baseball. So, so you doing yep, with, you with that many people, it's more impressive that you made the team because they were cuts. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I didn't make the baseball team, but the wrestling team. Yeah. I was, well, I wasn't very good at baseball, I guess, but I was good at wrestling. I suppose I got the stature for it. The short stocky Italian guy stature. I mean, that'll do it. Oh mm-hmm. shit. We, yep. we veered off hard on drunk chicks, chick flicks. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, right. All right. We're back to mean girls. Let's okay. See. Poor Katie. Um, Okay, yeah, I got more notes. I was uh, appalled when she started to transition towards the plastics mm-hmm. and the way that she treated the the big gay guy and the goth friend when she was when she first did the oh yeah the, love you and she started blowing him off. I was like, you bitch. And Lindsay Lohan was so <laughs> that is the hot classic. It's the classic, uh, uh, what's it called? High school movie stereotype, right? Yeah. Get popular, start blowing off your friends. It started in, uh, what was the first one that did it? I'm trying to remember. It's, um, did you ever see Can't Buy Me Love with um, oh. Oh, the, uh, Patrick Dempsey? Oh, yeah. And then I saw the, the, the pretty much the remake with Nick Cannon and Christina Milian, which is It Don't Mean a Thing. Oh, right. They talk about that in an episode of Community. Can't buy me, love me. And they say, yeah, right, okay. Um, okay. Uh, w- sorry, my ADD is kicking in. What was the topic we were talking about this specific time? Uh, well, I talked about being appalled when Katie became a plastic or started oh, to. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, she's yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. doing her yeah, own yeah. research and she was burning Tina Fey while Tina Fey was reaching out to her. Because Katie oh, yeah. was doing all the work right and putting the wrong answers. So she wanted to start shooting mm-hmm. on Tina Fey. And I was like, you know, it sucks how true that is that once a girl becomes popular and she really just like shits on the real friends that she gets. Even in my tiny school, that happens. Yeah. You know, that's like a, and that's like a metaphor or for Lindsay Lohan's life, right? I mean, she started out this like really good girl and then she just went, I don't know what she's doing now, but um, she was rough, rough there for a while. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention is um, the three-way calls. They did the, you know, like Gretchen would call so no, I'm sorry, you're not Gretchen. Yeah, Gretchen, Gretchen, that's the main mean girl. She called um, Katie and had like the other girl, no, Gretchen Wieners, right, Regina called, right. Anyway, fuck, whatever. Um, and so anyway, did you do three-way calling when you were in high school, you know, like Call, you had the call waiting and threw a call people. I got fucked with it hard one time. And from then on, I did not do another like long-term call or uh, put myself at a risk. So from one in sixth grade, I got burned hardcore back when I had to get your own telephone line because dad's trying to hop on AOL 
And I'm blocking up the line trying to call the girlfriend, <laughs> which how much of a girlfriend do you have in sixth grade? So. Oh, I know, right? I got burned hard between her and her softball friend when they instigated something. And from then on, all through high school, there was no long calls or anything that could. I never spoke ill of someone else. And when you, I will say, when you make that decision that you don't want to shit talk someone else, you do get kind of put on the outskirts because for some reason, people love people to shit, bond over shit the talking. mutual dislike of things. That has caused yeah. There's no faster way to <laughs> bond with someone than mutually hating something. It is crazy. It's like it is. Uh, oh well, if I mean, if you're not going to join in on shitting on them, we're kind of done talking here. I guess. Like, oh. <laughs> No, right. I like. I, I, I noticed that in people, you know, we're like being negative and then one person just over time, like refuses to engage in that stuff. I'm like, oh man, I wish I was like that. I, I could be a better person if I tried harder. But now I will say once I got into nursing, that's one of the things we thrive on is whether it's mutual, uh, whether it's dislike for a patient and the way they carry themselves, or if it's a nurse that's complaining about how hard their life is, even when it's easy comparatively. Misery does love company. And there's, you shit on patients a lot. I feel it's one of the best ways to get through a long 12 hour shift in the hospital is this fucking guy. He told me he's allergic to all these medications, but oh, but all of a sudden he can get delauded. Like you motherfucker. Yeah, I've got some uh, trivia pulled up too, but um, Ooh. Ooh. we could save that for last. If there's other, sorry, other things you want to discuss that stood out to you in the movie, because you watched it the other day, right? I did. I watched Mean Girls yesterday, and I watched. Oh, me um, too. What was the other ten one? things I hate? Yeah, ten things I hate about you is for next time. I, yeah, I watched ten things I hate about you on Thursday and Friday, but while doing stuff so it wasn't focused the movie that i ended up watching the most intently was yesterday before mean girls i was having internet issues and what was on was she's all that oh another good one right freddie prince Jr. and rachel lee cook and i forgot just how pretty nerdy laney was and that makes me feel bad to know that she was the token in that movie it's like that's not fair you're not going to turn a real ugly ducking in, into a princess because she was already freaking gorgeous. She just had on these little nerdy plastic rim glasses like I'm wearing right now. <laughs> oh, oh, another one of my favorite chick flicks is uh, Never Been Kissed. That'd be a good one to do too. Oh, Drew Barrymore. I love and That one's hilarious. Like She's like, Rob, you can't just come into this school and be popular in one day. And then like an hour later, he's like uh, chugging the coleslaw and everyone's cheering him on. I do like. I, I think that movie started a crush with Drew Barrymore because then I think shortly after that, I think she had Charlie's Angels. Oh, she never. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she didn't really, really do it for me, but. 51st um, date. I think I had a crush on her movies. on 51st Dates with Adam Sandler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, another, I guess, That's a good one too. Do you classify that as a comedy or a chick flick? Because that one's, there's a lot of. It's a romantic comedy. I, yeah, right? I guess you kind Wait, of Is that what to. a chick, well, rom-com. Yeah, it's a rom-com. It's okay, just, so, so but much Mean Girls is not no, a rom-com. No, no, it's, it's a, just a chick flick. True, 
I guess it's a coming Which, of age. This is like a high, no. This is a high school. Yeah, like a high school. What do you call it? Yeah, I, don't I, know. I, th- I do think that's more of a coming of age movie, just like she's all that. Yeah, truly okay. not a chick flick, um, yeah. but a movie that a, a dude's not going to pick. Well, yeah, you know what? A lot of girls haven't seen Varsity Blues. I feel like I've noticed, and I'm like, man, that's a classic. That's another movie with Paul Walker in it. Yeah. That was my man crush. Is there ever like a dude that you watch like, yeah, I wish I was that guy? Wish I was him. I wish I looked like him. I wish I sounded like him. I watched movies that I didn't even want to watch because Paul Walker was in them. Ryan Gosling, for sure, 100%. I'll give you that one. In Drive? Oh, man. Oof. I loved how smooth he was even in the that Steve Carell, Crazy Stupid Love. Oh, yeah, that was a good one, too. Yeah. Ryan Gosling's a pretty man. I think it has to do with how good they look. It's like, really? I wonder how hard they work to look that good. It's not fair. No one should look that good looking and charming. Well, yeah, he's a good actor. I mean, he's a good actor, too. He's know? a really good actor. With the notebook. All right, you want to do some trivia? Yo, lay it on me. Lay it on me. Do you want a third? Wait, what? The, the, oh, oh the yeah, sure. You mean your wife? Because she wants yeah, to do the we, key three, so we can do both of those. So if Can you we wanna, do like a one-minute break? I um, need to go check on the wings I have in the oven. Hey, speaking of, I can actually play the new song that I have that I had for the sun coming, and I've used Fiverr, which we've discussed that, and I wanted to... I don't know why that popped into my head that I wanted to have a song to play an ode to my my son to be, and uh, I reached out on Fiverr. People talked about being electronic DJs and how they can produce a song, and he he gave me some good stuff. He asked for some themes of music that I wanted to hear and songs that I liked that were five to ten references that he wanted to use. So I had a decent theme, and the song he came up with that I paid for through Fiverr was this song. This is Jackson's song.
beauty. That is the, the song for the unborn, the king to be, the legacy. He's going to come out uh, with a glow stick in his hand and a <laughs> ecstasy tab on his tongue. Well, you know. Not <laughs> come out of my vagina oh, that hey. way. Hey, <laughs> that's the message. She's already ready to roll. I figured since you're Oh, gonna, what's your name? It's I'm Nicole. Sorry. Nicole. Wait, what is it? I'm sorry. That's okay. It's Nicole. Nicole. Got it. Hey. Hello. Look at that. You're not fading out My, like the uh, first episode. AirPods cutting in and out. I know. I thought the song like went out there for a minute. I started talking, but uh, All good, you may have a little editing to do, but I put a marker. All good. So uh, what are we discussing now? You wanted trivia. Oh yeah. Trivia. Okay. Okay. These aren't trivia questions, although I can probably pull some of those up. This is just like, I guess, interesting stuff. Hey, that's fine because she is going to be a part of the, uh, the pick three, which is, it's always fun to have banter about choices, you know, best of nine sort of thing. And if you disagree, what do you want to, okay, cool. Go ahead with your. All right, I'll do a little bit of trivia oh, then. I'd love to All right, so you know facts. how Tim Meadows, uh, the principal in the very beginning, he talks about like oddly how he has carpal tunnel and then they have like a moment mm-hmm. with Tina Fey? No? Mm-hmm. Okay, so apparently he broke his hand before shooting and had to wear a cast. So they added that bit in to explain the cast on his wrist. Oh, now I see. Now I see. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, I got. Uh, Lindsay Lohan was originally cast as Regina, but decided to play the nice girl so the public would not base her real personality on Regina's. She won. <laughs> Rachel McAdams was chosen to play Mean Girl because Ra- Regina, Regina George because only nice girls can play Mean Girls, according to the producer. Interesting, considering how well they play it, and then the the change that Lindsay Lohan made. It is gnarly. Man, I wish she, she was so hot. Oh. I well, she was total spank bait Ooh. after that movie. Here's a good one. Amy Poehler, <laughs> Amy Poehler, who plays um, Regina George's mom, Mrs. George, is only seven years older than Rachel McAdams. Holy shit! I didn't know that. I know. I know. That, I'm like, how old was Rachel McAdams when that movie was? I don't know, but she looked out. good. Yeah. Okay. Amanda Seyfried's first role. That was, oh, oh. What about her? You know when uh, Katie walks in on... You said? What did you that? say about Seyfried? Yeah, that's their first movie. Who cares? <laughs> the, the scene in which Katie walks in on Jason and Gretchen kissing at her party, in the first draft, she was uh, giving him a beach. Ooh, yummy. Yep. <laughs> Lucky. Mm. Um. All right. Let's see. Okay. Do you need these? Babe? I think that's most of the good stuff. Lol says I look smarter with these glasses on. I might have to wear them. Everybody looks smarter with glasses. Or plastic rims. I think that's true. Could be. Could be. I, they're com- they're oh, pretty you know the scene where um the dog is like chewing at Amy Poehler's nipple. <laughs> I do the Chihuahua just gnawing on the sweater. Yeah. Um, she pinned a piece of cocktail wiener into her bra to encourage the Chihuahua dog to nibble there. It worked. <laughs> it was right on. Oh, a it's nipple. fun to say Co- cocktail wiener. Mm, it's fitting for me. Say it again. 
<laughs> Cocktail wiener. Um, James Franco was originally considered for the role of Aaron Samuels. That's the, I guess, the handsome, handsome guy. Yeah, he's too eclectic, I think, to even play that role. I'm glad they picked a nobody. James Franco does it for me, and and his brother. Yeah, I just oh. like the way they look. They're just very pleasing to the eye. I love little Franco. Did you watch the last season of Scrubs? No. In fact, I've never really watched much Scrubs. I've seen like a couple here and there, but what's that show? Real Fake Doctors, Real Friends. That's on our network, and apparently it's just killing it right now. I really, really like popular. it. But that's because I really like Donald Faison and Zach Braff. I listen to it on Spotify, and, you know, I it was a great show. It was probably the most realistic, to be honest, from working in the hospital. It's more realistic to be on Scrubs than Grey's Anatomy and ER. It is not drama. It is anything you can do to fuck around and have fun. I felt like Scrubs was more close than the drama related to medical shows. You worked in there, baby. Oh, interesting. What, what, did you, what, did, what was the closest medical show for you? Scrubs? ER. Grey's. I think if you meshed ER and Scrubs together, because Grey's Anatomy, like people are just walking around fucking each other all day. Like, I mean, there's a lot of fucking though. There's a lot of fucking. (laughs) Holy cow! It happens. There was so many marriages ruined at the hospital. That and how about like Grey's Anatomy shows like three doctors ambulating a patient? I've never seen a doctor do more than listen to the anterior chest sounds. Like. Like, oh man, true. Shonda Rhimes. Um, she makes a good show. We have a whole slate of shows starting with her now, Shonda Land or whatever. Yeah. Oh, she's a I'm not part of it, but showrunner. She is. Yeah. What's the other show that she wrote? Um, How to make a murder. Scandal. To, Scandal. Oh, Scandal. One, yeah. Scandal. Scandal. That really got me Scandal. for a few seasons, but Jump it really fizzled out. Yeah. Oh, more trivia. My bad. I derailed us because the. I'm done with trivia. I think I got all the good stuff mostly, except that actually you might like this. Uh, it's based on a real high school, New Trier or Trier, which is located in Winnetka, Illinois, in Chicago's North Shore. Oh, so right off, yeah, right off Lake Michigan. Then that's yeah. So any when you go northeast and east of Chicago, it's nothing but rich assholes because they work in the city, and you can have Lake Michigan shores about thirty minutes out of Chicago. And have a just a beautiful lake house. So naturally, big businessmen go there. It's kind of like um, yeah, it's supposed to be a expensive, fancy yeah, school. Like, like Outer Banks and uh, Ozark. Rich people go there because it's easy. It's good shore, close to like the central area. Oh, oh God! You better you better put a mark. Yeah, Thirty-seven twenty. All right, all right. So I got one more. I think. Um, you know how Janice, like the one that they kept kept saying is a lesbian, the um, her like real yes. friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. So apparently, you know how everyone says she's a le- lesbian. In the beginning, she says that um, she asked what her background is, and she says she's Lebanese. And I guess that's the joke: <laughs> is that it's not les she's not a lesbian; she's actually Lebanese. But she's actually not a lesbian because she isn't she. At the end, she's like dating the the math, uh, the, yeah, the math <laughs> guy, yeah, Kevin Kapoor or something. Yeah. yeah. Of course. You, how many times have you watched Mean Girls? 
Like 47 yeah. probably. It's a good, it's a good <laughs> <It> movie. <laughs> I hate how much I enjoy it because it's not a movie. But that's like how high school really is. Like how do you prepare your children for like the mean girls and the math? Like that. It is clicky like that. So as much as we don't want Savannah to be a cheerleader, that's how you prepare them. You start them shit talking and become a dominant <laughs> before you have to. But it's not. Well, I feel like it doesn't ma- end up mattering in in the in the end in real it life doesn't. because I feel like I've dated so many girls that were just like in band or like color guard. You know, that, those were like the nerds and geeks in high school, right? Yep. So the earlier you peak, back when nerd was a bad word, now it's a good yeah, word. Right? The earlier you peak, I think the worse your life gets once you so hit true. your late twenties. How many people do you know? God, I like, peaked too I early, man. Of, yeah, like you can think about them. In high school, they were so cool, so awesome, and now they're either on their third DUI, addicted to meth, or like living the white trash life in a trailer with four kids. <laughs> That's not. I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of those kids that I that uh, that were cool kids at my school were like also really smart and went to good schools and were engineers and stuff. So I don't know. Maybe I went to a weird weird one. Where are you from? Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. I thought I was cool. The more I look back. I was just, I wasn't as cool as I thought. I was part of the cool kids, but I wasn't the cool kid. They were just like, what is this guy doing here? All right, whatever. I thought I was cool. You You're really laughing hard in that microphone, babe. You're hurting my feelings here. I just have never heard anyone retrospectively like that say they thought they were cool. I have a WWE belt there. <laughs> I may have been a bar- varsity athlete, but it might have been more related to the lack of uh, participation. Mm. Well, it was a small Oh, yeah. Town. I'm going to check the wings. I'll bear it back. You guys continue. Yeah. It's, maybe, maybe I wasn't in school. I looked back and I was like, yeah, I was, in, I was in the cool kids, but there's only like three groups. I mean, I wasn't that cool in high school. Like, I was pretty neutral. You probably like, figure more into the nerd side anyway because you have you're not an athlete at all i'm not an athlete but that wasn't cool at my, at my high school like there were honey bears honey hoes i don't know what that means it was the dance team so cheerleaders were skanks okay like our cheerleaders you gave a lot of before the games yeah that and like the honey bears were, they were the cool girls and they were my friends. And like, I hung out with them on the weekends, you know, sometimes, but like I worked from my sophomore year on. So like, I didn't really have a lot of time for that. I wasn't concerned with high school. So you talk about like dance and everything. Like we legit, there was no dance team. There was no palms. There was the cheerleaders for sports. They, if there was no sport, there was no cheerleading. So there was literally the football, baseball, basketball, Softball. Um, See, like soccer? Softball players, like people looked at them like they were like... Lesbians. Like, yep. Oh, kind of oh is she a first baseman? Yep. How much... No. How much? I, was, uh, I always liked them because they, uh, they had thick thighs, you know? I'm into that thing. That sort of thing. That's what I'm with. <laughs> you wanna, uh, Nicole, you want to uh, give us your opinion on Mean Girls? Anything you have to say about it to wrap this segment up? I mean, I, it's just, it's a real movie. I feel like it's a little embellished, of course, for cinema, obviously, but it's pretty realistic, like pretty clicky and girls being mean to each other and trying to ruin each other's lives. That happens into your 30s. <laughs> Still dealing with these fuckers. 
still <laughs> deal with that. You know, it's real. It's good though. Yeah, probably. Probably. I. The next episode, we are gonna hit the pick three memes, which reached peak internet popularity at the beginning of the pandemic. We're gonna talk about. So Nicole was with us for the end of this episode, and she's gonna she's gonna roll with us on the next one. And for those who listened, the my my buddy Mark the cop is going to be on probably next weekend to discuss how things are going in this crazy fucked up world we got next weekend. This has been the On Call Podcast. Have a great night, guys. Thanks for listening to the On Call Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at On Call Pod. Interested in being a sponsor or want to be on the show? Drop us an email at oncallpod at gmail.com. For more info, go to oncallpod.com.